Good morning, and this is Lisa Hawkins with Christian Warrior Woman. It's interesting what I'm sharing that today in the podcast is about citizenship. And it started as a Facebook post, actually. And the more I started writing the post, I didn't realize the more it really was a podcast message that you could listen to on your drive. And it started for me in the shower this morning, which, you know, the Lord has been getting me up mighty early. I was in the shower at 2.33 a.m. this morning. And I want to read to you what I wrote so it could be a quick um, thought for you today as you're walking, as you're driving to work, or before you pray, or however you listen to the podcast. And if you want more information, we do have a Facebook page called Christian Warrior Woman. Um, And a lot of the thoughts are geared um, from the series, which is a book that you can get on Amazon or at your bookstore called Christian Warrior Woman, Taking Back Your Faith, Family, and Future. So let's get into how I was starting this post. So... I really wanted to, at first, I started with trying to, with help me understand. When you were born and raised in America, or whichever country you were in, you can use that in the plug-in, you are American. Now, if you have dual citizenship, then you can usually, you can legally use dual names like French-American, Chinese-American, Jamaican-American, Italian-American, African-American, whichever you want to plug into. And I'll have to share a different podcast why I don't, you know, on the understanding of of all of that. But when you become a born-again Christian, do we introduce ourselves to people as I'm a Christian American. If you think about it, or I'm a French Christian, or I'm a Chinese Christian. Do we introduce ourselves in America? I would say no. But I see people claiming poor countries or other countries proudly. And to be honest, They send no money or taxes to support, possibly, or even build up that country. They may send to family members to help them, but not necessarily are they engaged in trying to make that country better. But it appears they have pride and wave the foreign flag normally only when it makes them look good among their peers, example, the Olympics, politics, soccer, vacation. I laugh when I think of soccer. I started realizing I never knew you were from that country (laughs) Um, during those times. But let's get back to the Christian American. When and how, and I want you to ask yourself, when and how do you wave your flag of faith? 
as a citizen of an eternal kingdom. God is faithful every day. Miracles are happening every day. The fact that I'm awake and alive today, as many have succumbed to COVID or other sicknesses such as cancer, etc., etc. God is faithful in doing magnificent things every day for me to claim my Christian citizenship, for me to have pride behind my Christian faith and belief. But but do we wave that flag of faith? Do we share those testimonies? Do we walk around with that joy? Where is your excitement in sharing the benefits of his identity? And I thought about it. I have dual citizenship. I'm a citizen of the earth. And by me accepting Christ, and you as well, we're a citizen of heaven. You see, it's easy to get locked into man's example of citizenship. They want to put us in narrow boxes with narrow descriptions and in narrow places. But in actuality, does God look at me as that narrow view? Or does he look at me as his creation, as his wonderful and beautiful daughter? He doesn't add in an island, a country. He already knows he placed me, where he placed me, when he placed me. But how he sees me is as his own. And so... When I think about my dual citizenship, I think about it in a visionary way, a way that I am working toward the goals of heaven. And those laws and those principles are in the word of God. They're in the example that Jesus set. They're in the example that all of these flawed people in the Bible All the great people that God used were flawed, just like you and I. You know, the enemy always makes you think because of those flaws, he can't use you. I want to remind you again, because of those flaws, he is using you. Because that is going to impress others more than anything else. Because they're like, well, gosh, that person had all these different problems. That's why when God uses you, you gather and and capture the attention and the imagination. And it makes people think, if he could use them, well, surely. You know, the Lord had to tell me myself, which you'll see in the book, you know, when I was giving all the reasons why the Lord should really pick somebody else to do what he was calling me to do, I he, he threw, are you a murderer? I was like, well, well, no, I haven't murdered anybody lately. <laughs> you know, he named all the different things. And the example he really used was Moses. And I was like, oh, my gosh, if I, if he could take a murderer. If he can take adulterers. If he could take people who would trade their children. 
and use them, he surely could use you, he could surely use me. So when we think about the, our citizenship, I'm working toward having, being a citizen of one place, if you think about it. Our whole lives are built to give up the citizenship of this world for one place of citizenship. Have you ever thought of that? And, and you know, a lot of people want to go to wealthy countries. A lot of people flock to America because if it's a land of opportunity, a land for their family to get ahead, and they may keep their citizenship of their former country, or they may give it up to for this one citizenship to be American. But as an American, I sit here today and I think about one day I'm living and working toward giving this citizenship up. Because when I get in the end, when I'm at the gates of heaven and I show my passport, my passport is my faith. My passport is my record. Right? Before you become a citizen of a country, don't they look at your background and record? They just don't let anybody in, right? They're not going to let you in if you got a record of being um, a murderer or a killer or this or that or another. You might say that you've repented and you're now a better person and they're going to say, deny, deny, deny. But only as a citizen in heaven can you not be that spotless person, but that in your repentance that you can get a stamp that says, and what I dream of, that says when I show my passport and my record is revealed of all that I did, and then I see the blood of Jesus get stamped on my passport, saying that all of this has been washed away and covered by the blood. And your faith allows you to enter in. Your citizenship of what you represented, of what you walked away from, what your rebirth represented. I just want to hear, welcome back home, Lisa. What about you? Welcome back home, Sarah. Welcome back home, um, Shatea or Sharon or Renee. Welcome back home. And that my passport is eternally stamped. Is no going back. That I'm a citizen of one kingdom. That is what I'm working for. So when we are going about our day, going about our lives here, how do you represent your citizenship and pride among others? You know, God is watching us. He's not watching us when we're about to die. He's watching us and our whole lives. So how do we represent that citizenship? Are you a silent observer? Too afraid of what others will think of you? And is your money supporting, spreading the love and healing message to all? Or just those you deem worthy or maybe just family? 
things that you should ask yourself. Does your citizenship represent the laws of the eternal kingdom? When someone doesn't believe the same thing as you, do you just ignore them? Or do you still treat them with the possibility of there being an open door to share your faith? But that door will never be open if they don't see you as someone to envy or desire to be like. And they can only do that when they see Christ in you. Not when they see propaganda or words or fears or threats or condemnation or judging. We have a judge. It's not us. We have just had his grace that we escaped death and we escaped the possibility of hell. So how should we act toward others that need grace? That we can lead to the Lord through love and through understanding. Our ears were plugged once upon a time. Our eyes bore scales that needed to have to fall off. Can we not be a generous people when God is so generous to us in covering us, protecting us, and putting that hedge around us and giving us a sound mind? Do we not, can we not honor him with giving an ear to hear others that have have different experiences in life, others who have different challenges. Let them see Christ in you. Think about the work and the lives you can impact. Doesn't matter what age you are, young and old, we all die on a daily basis. Let's just make sure that when we go, we don't have to fear. We don't have to worry. Because we've been representing one kingdom. And we have pride and love about our dual citizenship today. But in our hope and in our future, is that one stamp on our passport of eternal life. So something for you to ponder and think about today and every day. Who do you represent? God bless you. And I pray God continues to keep you and cover you with his blood and with his truth. And that you smile with the pride of heaven and with the pride of knowing your true identity. God bless.